Hello, everybody. This is Francisco here from the Frank Ops Show, the worst name for a podcast ever. And it's time for me to take a look at the backlog from April of 2023. So, if you guys haven't heard this before, at the very least, what I do every month is I look back at the previous month to see what games I added to my backlog and which games I was able to get off of my backlog. So I get a ton of video games for free. Uh, PC gaming is fantastic for that alone. Just just having a gaming PC and you have Steam, you have Amazon games if you have Amazon Prime, you have Epic Game Store, you have good old games, GOG, you have a, a bunch of these different clients, and, and you don't even have to have them start up on your PC all the time. I I use good old games Galaxy. It keeps everything all together in one thing. Heck, there's even Xbox games. Uh, Microsoft has their thing on, on PC. So it, it helps to keep track of a lot of games, but a lot of developers give games away for free a, a lot of the times. And, and, you know, a lot of them are indie games but every once in a while you you get a few triple a games in there they they might be a few years old but uh i don't own them and i certainly do appreciate getting those games for free and and a lot of them still are are being sold for like 20 30 bucks you're saving a ton of money just by having a game on on a gaming pc so uh over the month yeah that's that's what i do uh it's it's been a lot but also it's not just the free games on pc i also have a nintendo switch i just got an xbox one uh in march so i'm adding other games from from other consoles i also have a ps3 with me and a wii u but i'm not buying as much from from that generation Maybe a few 360 games are backwards compatible with the Xbox One. It just depends on how I feel. But for right now, I'm trying to slow down on the physical games because I I don't have the room. That's one thing. And I still need to get through all of the games on my backlog that I've already talked about before in past entries of this. And you just got to keep chipping away. Got to keep chipping away. And that's that's what we're going to talk about today. So... I go through all the games. I, I list them. Uh, I'm going to do something a little different this month. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read about the description of the game and all this other stuff. But I'm also going to watch the trailers and give you my... Uh, I'll cut away from it so you don't have to hear me just like standing there or just sitting here just like staring at the at the TV screen here. But afterwards, I'll give you my what I think of the game and, and to see if it if it's something that I do want to put on my radar for for the for the future as far as the rest of the year is concerned just because i do doesn't mean i will eventually get to it it'll take a while but uh, after i go through all the new games that were added through my collection i pick three three of those games that i'm that i'm looking forward to uh, that i i think oh you know what i, I do want to get to this at some point so th- those would be like the top three of the month and then I'll go through the games that I did beat. I did complete in some sort of way to my satisfaction. And this is all subjective. This is all... That's what the backlog is for, for anybody who's out there. You don't have to 100% every single video game out there. Sometimes 
sometimes you just kind of get the entire experience that you want from from however long you're getting you get through 50 percent of the game or or you, you just complete the main storyline you don't do any side quests it all just depends or you kind of get frustrated and just don't beat it at all and you're just like you know what this game sucks i hate it i don't want to do it anymore and that's it and somebody's messaging me whoopsies i gotta put that there in any case yeah after i go through all of those i'll give you some a brief opinion of what the the games and how i felt uh, through each and every one then i'll pick the top three games that i completed to my satisfaction over the month and this maybe it's something that you guys if you do have any of these consoles that i that i have would might you know you just might want to go through those as well yeah I, I just said would might that's a weird way to to say that in any case let's get started all right folks so first game on the list is deep sky derelicts this is available on switch pc and ps4 released back in 2017 it is an original combination of turn-based strategy and rpg enriched with tactical card combat and popular roguelike elements explore derelict alien ships fight loot and upgrade your gear all in distinctive retro futuristic comic book aesthetic style so let's see what this game is about just let's see the trailer here okay so i it looks fine the the, the art style is good it, it, at least to me it's once again that comic book style it's it's a nice aesthetic and uh procedurally generated levels and stages and what have you but it has these roguelike elements and i'm i'm just not a rogue light or roguelike guy i've played some games with them and they've frustrated me and I, I just don't have the patience to kind of get through them so uh this one's uh for me but uh you know it's also a card game so it's all about strategy in that sense and i haven't really got i played a few of these types of games and i just really they haven't they have not hooked me and yeah they're, they're just not kind of it's, it's just not my thing Next is Art of Fighting 3, The Path of the Warrior. These are SNK games, SNK fighting games. They're pretty much available on pretty much anything that you can see right now. I mean, you got PS4, Xbox One, PC, Switch, Neo Geo, Arcades. And this was originally released back in 1996. I have the PC version. And yeah, Garcia disappears to search for an old childhood friend freya lawrence and he tracks her to glass hill mexico freya is wanted by the game's boss character weiler to complete a powerful elixir that was created by his and freya's fathers the drug affects users in a similar manner as the potion in the strange case of dr jekyll and mr hyde but it's a fighting game and of course they have this overarching storyline that really uh, doesn't really matter to at least not to me but I don't even have to watch the trailer for this. Uh, I've played uh, some of the art and fighting games, of course, Fatal Fury and, and a bunch of other stuff. So I kind of know what I'm getting into with an SNK fighting game. I'll probably go through this because I've I've gone through a few uh, of these SNK fighting games. I kind of I just go through the arcade mode. They're not that long. You can rewind and all that stuff with with uh, with the PC. So I can always fix up some of my mistakes. And I mean they're they're fun. They're 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 all right. But they're, you know I'm not I'm not crazy about 2d fighting games like that I, I go through i have fun with them yes you know i always like a, a good match of street fighter and stuff like that but it's just a game that I, i'll probably knock off the list it's about 37 minutes long two 
Uh, for the main storyline, two and a half hours, you won 100% it, which I guess would be going through the storyline, I guess, in the hardest difficulty with, like, every character. I'm going to assume that's what somebody did to consider that 100%ing beating a fighting game and probably going through other modes. So there you go. And I have that, yeah, yeah, on, on PC. All right, so the next game on this list is Dying Light. So this is a zombie first-person shooter game. It's on PS4 and Xbox One and PC. And it takes about 17 and a half hours to beat through the main story, 56 and a half to do everything, 100% it. And uh, I just saw the trailer. I mean, it just looks like a standard uh, zombie survival shooting game. Uh, it's got some pretty good scores. The user scores are pretty all right as well, around 7.8, around that area and i guess i haven't really played a lot of zombie games in my lifetime as far as video games are concerned so i guess it's something that i could try maybe during spooky month in october and it is a first person shooter game and that's kind of been my my thing this year has been to play more fps's even though i'm not really an fps person but i'm trying to expand my horizons as far as video games are concerned so an fps is kind of where i'm uh, I'm trying to, so maybe that'll be the FPS for like October for me to actually start and play through. And it's it's got some half to it, 17 and a half hours. That's that's some pretty good half for a FPS game. So uh, yeah, yeah, I think I'll give it a shot later on. It's not not too shabby, not too shabby, and some pretty good review scores. It looks pretty good too. So I'm going to assume it'll be look it'll look pretty good on my PC. All right, let's see what's next. All right, next is Shapes. Shapes is a game about building factories to automate the creation and combination of increasingly complex shapes within an infinite map. It's released on PC only back in 2020. It's 26 hours long, 40 hours to 100%. I just saw the trailer and I get yeah, it's a it says it's a strategy tactical game, so it just it looks like more like a puzzle game than anything else too. And I mean, the trailer didn't really do much for me to to kind of get hooked. And I'm and I'm just going with the trailers right now. So I'm just searching for the trailers because that's kind of the first impression for a video game nowadays. You don't you don't get the box art or anything like that. You 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 watch the trailer, and I it. it yeah, they showed a big, big, gigantic, what looked like factories with a conveyor belt. Very simplistic art style, uh, just about the shapes. Uh, but uh, I didn't really get a vibe as, oh, I really want to play this. Because I've seen puzzle games where it's just like, whoa, that looks like that looks like a thinker. That looks pretty, pretty cool. But this one didn't grab me, unfortunately, from from the trailer alone. And uh, as far as the, the, the user scores, it's, it's like a 6.9 out of 10 that people have given it. So it's not really, you know, <laughs> it's not really latching on to a lot of people. And it hasn't released on anything else. And, well, I don't know. It, it, it didn't grab me, this one. All right. Next is Ninja Commando. So this is another SNK arcade fort uh, this is available yeah arcade neo geo neo geo cd the switch the pc the ps4 the wii 
And yeah, you're a ninja. You guide them safely through various side-scrolling levels. It's a vertical side-scroller. It's very much in the same as uh, Shock Troopers, where you're or or Akari Warriors. You're. Uh, it, it's basically you have 360 movement within the 2D plane, but uh, so you're you're moving from the bottom of the screen upwards, going through the level as enemies and stuff are, are coming at you. So. Uh, I mean, I looked at the gameplay. It's not really a trailer for this. It was released back in 1992. However, I've played through Shock Troopers and, and, the, and Shock Troopers 2, and I really enjoyed those. And this is about 45 minutes to get from start to finish. And heck, that sounds good to me. I'll probably play this on some of my, my downtime when I just want to play through something real quick and knock something out these snk games are pretty good with, with that and I've, I've knocked out a ton of them in the past before so uh, ninja commander looks really fun looks really cool graphics are pretty pretty cool as well so yeah i think i'll give this one a shot this one this one this one's up there next is ice wind dale enhanced edition this is uh this is a re-release of a game that was initially in 2000 and it's released in 2014 for the PC, Switch, mobile phones, PS4, and Xbox One. It's an isometric real-time RPG. Of course, it's based on Dungeons & Dragons, which is, of course, a role-playing game. And the Wizards of the Coast Legendary Forgotten Realms is the, the, the setting for this game. And allows players to experience the epic adventure on, uh, I don't know. I, I watched the trailer. This is not really my bag, not really my cup of tea. It's a, a fantasy element, which I'm not into. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's very much looks like a game that was released back in 2000. Uh, as far as uh, the, it's all presented in 2D with some, uh, pretty sporadic animations from the characters. I'm sure that's just how they were to put it. I, I mean, it's it's not my bag. It's not my bag. It's it, I'm, I'm just not going to play this. I'm not. All right, next is Ghost Pilots, an overhead military plane shooter in which you must shoot down fighter jets by either using bullets or bombs. That's as far as the description goes, but this is another SNK arcade port released back in... Mm. 1991 for the Neo Geo, then of course came over to the Switch, the PC, the PS4, and the Xbox One. This is very much in the same vein as, let's say, 1943, where you're just a airplane and you're shooting towards enemies that are coming at you from from uh, from up higher on the screen. It's a vertical scroller in that sense and of course there are things on the ground which you can send down with bombs and, and shoot down those things as well uh, tons of arcade shooters like this and I've played a few of them myself and it's good for about an hour and a half it seems and that's uh, that's that's good enough for me of course I can do rewinds and all that stuff so yeah maybe maybe one day when I'm just kind of kind of bored and just want hey let's just go through some some SNK arcade games. Next is Cross Swords, another Neo Geo SNK arcade port released back in 1991. This is actually a third-person hack and slash. If you if you can, it, just from from behind the character, it's actually pretty interesting. 
you'll journey into a new realm of role-playing games with this legendary saga. Takes you into the epic tale of the most powerful fighting lord of all time into a world where heroic knights fight to destroy Nauziz, the king of terror and resident representative of the evil word. So, this game, just from, I don't know if anybody's ever seen the arcade version of Punch-Out!, but it's very much that, and it's very much the same mechanics. Except instead of boxing, it's sword and shield. So your character, you gotta dodge, you gotta hit enemies in the right spots. You have to watch their animations, see when you, you can, uh, when there's an opening there, when to defend yourself, and go from there. Hey, yeah, even the normal version, the NES version of Punch Out, it's like that too. So that's kind of what I expect from this, and that's what I saw from it. And it's actually pretty interesting. I've never seen this game before. But it's about two hours long, and I don't know, man, these SNK games are, are pretty good. I, I think uh, this one intrigues me. This one intrigues me. I like it. I like the style, and I, I it, what's more, it's a fantasy element, but this is different. Just the, the, the way it presents. Most fantasy games are like RPGs, and that's it, or roguelikes and roguelikes. This is just hack and slash, like Punch-Out, in the sense uh, where you just kind of have to time your your attacks, defend yourself the right way, and then go from there. And then you you move on to the next enemy. So that's pretty cool. And I'm and then, I have to I'll have to consider this one for one of my picks for the month. Maybe just maybe. All right, next is Desktop Dungeons. This is about nineteen and a half hours long, one hundred twenty nine hours to one hundred percent. Dear Lord, this is released on PC only. That's why it's called Desktop Dungeons. And released back in 2013, a quick-play roguelike puzzle game that gives you roughly 10 minutes of dungeon-crawling action per serving. It straddles the casual and hardcore boundary in that while you might die frequently because the game is tricky and unforgiving, it, and that's the end of the description for whatever reason, on how long to beat. And it's got a 7.1 rating for the users. And I saw the trailer. Not my thing. Not my thing at all. The rogue stuff already... Already gets me. Already, it's I'm out usually after that, and it's fantasy, and it's uh, I just I don't know. I, I I don't. I'm not playing this. It's not. Yo, next is Metal Slug Four. So it's another SNK Neo Geo port on Neo Geo Arcade, Switch, PC, PS One, PS Two, PS Four, PSP. The Wii, the Xbox, and I say the PC because that's where I have it on. This was released back in 2002. That's when SNK was having a hard time transitioning over to the modern era, at least uh, at least at that time. They were still making arcade 2D fighting games and, and shooters and stuff like that while everybody else was moving on to 3D, especially with uh, that generation of the... Uh, the Xbox and the PS2 and, and and the GameCube, and yeah, yeah, this is uh, Metal Slug. It's a side scroller, 2D uh, shooting game, in the same vein as other Metal Slug games. Same vein as Contra. You're you're just your dude, or uh, you can have a second player there as well, and you're you're just fighting your way through a bunch of enemies, shooting things at you and and whatnot. It's got a unique art style for itself i've played through some of these games already and so this is the fourth one i think i've played through one through three so 
Might as well keep going with this. I'll, I'll pick. I'll, I'll I'll pick this out uh, eventually at some point, just to get through it. Just to be like, hey, they're enjoyable games. They're not. It's not like you don't enjoy these games. They're actually pretty fun. Uh, SNK, for the most part, has has had banger after banger with the games that they do. They do release from way back when. Uh, some of the early fighting games were kind of hit and miss, but uh, their their shooters were not. And this one. This one, most likely, just from seeing it already, just like okay, it's more, of, more of the same, which I guess is some of the things that people may have had a knock against them way back when. But hey, man, they they have a tried and true formula that's pretty good. So now we have Beholder Two. This is about eleven and a half hours long on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Released back in two thousand eighteen. I do have Beholder One, which, uh. I think I do have as one of the games on on my on my radar that I have on, on my PC. I actually, specifically tag that that game and some other games because of that. So I'm glad I have the second one now. And you are a newly employed department officer within the Ministry of a totalitarian state. So this is a different setup from the first game, which I think is where you're inside of like an apartment building. You're, you're like a security guard in some sense. Uh, while you're poised to have an illustrious career and possibly become prime minister someday, the way up won't be easy. So how high up the career ladder will you climb? The choice is still yours to make. Seeing the trailer, it's uh, definitely, yeah, it's all black and white art style. It, it very much is, uh, gosh, man, it gives me some Twilight Zone vibes and... I think I'm about it. I think I'm about it. So I do have to get through the first game just to get an idea of it and then get to this. But this one, this one stands out. This one stands out because if the first one stands out, the second one definitely should stand out to me at least. And and the user, 7.4 out of 10. Ah, you know, that, that's still an okay game. It's still like a game like, hey, hey, you'll, you'll remember something from it. All right. So next we have Ninja Masters with a... A possessive masters with the, uh, the apostrophe S there, but uh, 300 years ago, the warlord Nobunaga merged with Hao, a demonic being. With great effort, he was defeated, and his ambition thought to be ended. Suddenly, Nobunaga has returned from the grave. He will fight to conquer Japan and then the whole world unless he is stopped. So, SNK arcade fighting game this time. Released back in 1996. And it's on Switch, Neo Geo, PC, Arcade. And yeah, 49 minutes long. Uh, I mean, it's another line of these SNK fighting games, except it's it's ninja themed and in, in, in kind of like a retro Japan, I guess the Edo area. I don't know what I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, I don't know what, but you, 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 kind of like the, the samurai ninja era of Japan, I guess. And and yeah, I mean, it looks looks all right, but uh, you know, these are kind of a dime a dozen at this point. And yeah, you know, if I'm bored, I'll I'll get through this. Don't worry. All right, next is Terraformers. This is from 2022. It's on PC only for now. And you are uh, an expansive colony builder and resource management game with roguelike elements. I am out. Uh, explore the red planet Mars develop spectacular cities spread life and terraform the planet with ambitious projects the trailer was kind of like you know it looks pretty good I mean uh, as far as 
that was concerned, but I don't know, man. Eh, gosh. I got a bunch of these, like, city builders, colony builders, world builders. I mean, it, it just a bunch of these now. Ah, uh, this one doesn't get me at all. All right, next, and would you look at that, another Neo Geo arcade port. This is Magician Lord. This was released originally back in 1991 in North America. It's also on Switch and the PSP and PC. And... Yeah, free your mystic homeland from the clutches of an evil god as Elta, the last relative of the magician lord. Fight your way through the dark legions of the evil god as Atorze on a quest to recover the eight books of wisdom that have gone missing. Alright, so another one that intrigues me, the, I mean, the fantasy elements, sure, but it's presented in a style that I do like. So... Uh, this reminds me a little bit of uh, Ghosts and Goblins, and of course with way better graphics, and it doesn't look ridiculously and disrespectfully hard. So uh, from what I've seen, it looks pretty cool. You have several different characters that you can choose from, and I don't know, I kind of dig it. I kind of dig it. It takes about two hours to complete and yeah, whenever I feel like I can sit down and play these, man, this is just this SNK month <laughs> in April of 2023. All right, now we have Grime. This is about 12 hours long, released back in 2021 for Google Stadia, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and the Series X and S. Destroy, absorb, grow, Grime. Is a fast and for an unforgiving action adventure RPG in which you crash, you crush your foes with living weapons that mutate, form, and function, and then consume their remains with a black hole to strengthen your vessel as you break apart a world of anatomical horror and intrigue. From the looks of it, they 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 style it as an action adventure RPG, and it does have the RPG elements of like upgrading your yourself. However, when I saw the trailer, it Reminded me of a Metroidvania, very much in the same style. With uh, uh, I don't know if the backtracking things are, are, are in that, but uh, just the the way the enemies are, it's a two D uh, side scroller presented in three D, and it looks pretty cool. I I dig this. I dig this a lot. It's got seven point nine out of ten as far as the user rating on how long to beat is concerned, and yeah, twelve hours long, twenty six hours to one hundred percent. This one, this one does intrigue me, especially, uh, I really do, I really should play more Metroidvanias. I love the Metroid series. I love, uh, I love Metroid Dread, and I'm, I'm surprised I haven't played more games in that genre, but played a lot of the Metro, pretty much all the Metroid stuff. I just haven't played the Castlevania stuff. I don't know if I should just get into Castlevania first and then, and then eventually I'll I'll get both sides of it and start playing the rest of them. But this one, this one in particular looks pretty darn good. All right, another SNK Neo Geo arcade port. This time it is Sengoku, released also on the Switch, PS4, Sega CD, Super Nintendo, and the Xbox One. Initially released back in 1991, and you are you and a friend are as, uh, are two renegade fighters out to beat the crap. That's a, that's a good description. Out of the many assorted gangs that threaten the post-apocalyptic cities of the future, 
Okay. Unfortunately for them, they also get caught in a time warping scheme caused by the evil Nobunaga. Wasn't that person in a different game? Is that is that an enemy? Is there is is, the, is there an SNK extended universe? If so, that's pretty cool. Who attempts to invade the time period with mythical warriors and evil creatures from the Japanese Sengoku period? Huh. Nobunaga. Huh. I'm gonna have to look up like a wiki to find out if, there, if there's a connection between all these games. Because if so, that's pretty darn cool. Uh, but this is an hour long. It's definitely a 2D beat 'em up. Back and slash type of game, and you know, just just think of a lot of games from that era, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, so that's probably the the prime example of that. And yeah, I mean, it doesn't look the best. It's released back in 1991. And in comparison to other SNK games, it's it's the graphics aren't as flashy as I would think as as the other ones. But but still, but still, it's an hour long. It can't hurt to try this one out. All right, next is Under the Moon. It's an indie platformer riddle game which adorned you with the great stylized graphics and atmosphere. Join Ali Kamal on his fantastic worldwide journey on the path of true love. All right, so I just saw the trailer for this, and I saw the trailer didn't give me any vibes of what this game is. So I decided to see what the gameplay was like and man this is made in unreal engine 5 but this is very much whoever made this their first video game because it looks rough it looks absolutely rough i am probably never going to play this game uh uh it, it's it just does not look fun at all and there's the music just repeating. It just looks like a bad video game. So, but it's in my backlog. Ugh. Oh boy. All right, next is Looking for Aliens. This released back in 2021 for Google Stadia. Peace uh, and PC. Uh, six hours, about eight hours to 100%. And Aliens are Among Us. Can you find... Ah, among us uh can you find traces of them boom 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 okay can you find traces of them on earth the moon and the edges of the galaxy find all the clues to prove the existence of alien civilizations and discover how making fried eggs can end up in a monster attack okay all right uh yeah i have this on pc and it's basically where's waldo that's what it is. You're presented with a gigantic level and you got to look and find the aliens. I'm sure there's, yeah, you get clues and stuff like that, where to find them. And then you just, you just click them when you see them. That looks fun. It really does look fun. I like the art style. I like the presentation. The trailer got me. That, that was a good trailer. It did get me. It does look fun uh, for sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Hmm. Well, that's it for the games that entered my backlog. And I guess if I had to choose three, these would be the three. So, I mean, I had so many SNK Neo Geo games that came in. So I have to choose one of them at the very least. And I'm going to choose Ninja Commando. I like Shock Troopers. I like the style of this. 
it just seems like it 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 melds with that and then the gameplay looked pretty fun so we're gonna go with ninja commando as as a game that i'm gonna keep on my radar uh there's a bunch of these snk games but but that one in particular really does stand out to me the other game that stands out to me is looking for aliens that looks fun it looks simple it looks like it's just a good time and you could kind of just pick at it and and go from there so looking for aliens the presentation the art style and just this just find the aliens just look around and then just click on it when you see it so that is also not hard to do but it's got plenty of hours to to go through it as well so they've got they give you a lot of content and it just has a fun art style i I like it and then finally grime grime is probably the i guess uh, well i mean dying light i would say was probably the highest production value for this month but I have to choose Grime. That looks like a Metroidvania. That looks like it, it has some pretty challenging boss battles and and the mechanics and everything like that. It, it just reminds me of Metroid Dread. And I, for one, am all for it. So those are the three games that I'm looking forward to playing sometime in the future. That came, well, not that they came out in April 2023, but they came into my backlog in April of 2023. All right, so we are done with the games that enter my backlog. Now on to the other half, which is the games that I beat. And I'm going to have to say April was not the best month for me. I had a lot of things to do with as far as work is concerned, so it kept me from keeping pace with... I mean, I'm still on pace to break the record that I've had for 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 most games beaten in a single year. Uh, But I didn't play that much. And I think some of these are kind of cheating because one of them is the first one on the list, which is XX, an Xbox One X enhanced experience, which is not even really a video game. It's pretty much just an interactive, I guess, video. It's not really a video either because it's rendering just like a ladybug flying through grass and and things like that and it's about five minutes long and the idea is for you to if you have an xbox one x to see the difference in that but you can play this on a regular xbox one or an xbox one s which is what i have and i'm going to assume it's also on the series x and s which i'm sure has some insane thing for itself there and yeah, you just kind of you can change the color of the ladybug, and and with the One X, you're supposed to have more options to mess around with the graphics there. And yeah, that that was it for me. But I did count it as an interactive experience of a game, in that sense. Ugh, I know that one's kind of cheating. Next is Dead or Alive Six. It is free to play. However, you do need an internet connection to play online and to unlock pretty much all the other characters, you're going to have to buy them, buy them or buy the game outright. But I did go through the arcade mode for DOA six. Pretty much it's DOA. It's, it's a solid fighting game. Mechanics were already mastered a long, long time ago with previous dead or alive games. I played dead or alive two way back in the day. 
And I mean, it, it still looks good. Of course, it's got a bunch of the, of course, fan service because that's what DOA is about. It's about fan service with a lot of the female characters and the and the ridiculous physics of of the boobs. <laughs> All right. Next is Earth Defense Force. I uh, played this on the Nintendo Switch, and this is the Super Nintendo's. Uh, retro games and stuff like that. Uh, the, 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 the Super Nintendo and Nintendo Switch Online. And hey, the, this was uh, this is a solid uh, 2D shooter. I played through it. It, it was fun. It was fine. Uh, I enjoyed it. I, I I mean, I gave it a 7 out of 10. I beat it in about an hour and 17 minutes, and that was it. That was it. Next is Spanky's Quest. So this took me about an hour and 14 minutes, and this is another Super Nintendo game. And I mean, this was kind of fun. I gave this also a 7 out of 10. It was just about kind of bouncing balls and trying to capture enemies inside the balls or bubbles, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it was all right. Next was Burger Time Deluxe. So this is on the Game Boy for the Switch. And I played that for about an hour and eight minutes. It's burger time. It's uh, different levels laid out there. And you, you have to get each piece of the burgers uh, to, to kind of form and try to drop them down onto the buns on the bottom. So you got to get the lettuce and the meat and the tomatoes and all that stuff. And then the top bun to complete a hamburger or there's several other hamburgers in a few of the other levels as well. While trying to escape the enemies, which are sentient vegetables and and the like, who are trying to kill you, which is an existential nightmare for sure. And uh, I mean, I gave it a seven out of ten. It was it was fine. It was fun. It was it was okay. I mean, for a Game Boy game, I'm sure it was a lot longer on the Game Boy because you die a lot, and it's very very complicated and hard by the end of it. But rewind feature, everybody. That's what I like about these retro games for the Switch is I could just rewind. Next is Space Jam, A New Legacy, The Game. So I gave this a 6 out of 10. It's on Xbox One. That's what I played this on and is based on the second Space Jam game with LeBron James. It is a uh, beat-em-up. It is presented in a pixelated art style. You play as either Bugs Bunny, Lola Bunny, or LeBron James, and you basically have a basketball, and you have to hit enemies with the basketball. I did not like the controls in this game. It was uh, it, it was very easy to accidentally use your special a lot, and of course, in beat 'em up games, using your special drains your health, and that was frustrating to me. I. Uh, I mean, luckily, this game, it's free to play. It's free completely. It's not free to play. It has no free to play mechanics worth, you know, buying microtransactions and all that. It's it's a completely free video game that lasted me about uh, 38 minutes and 52 seconds. And it's okay. I gave it a 6 out of 10. It's just a movie tie-in. It is what it is. Next is Beyond Blue. I gave this an 8 out of 10. It's 3 hours and 23 minutes. And this one is all about learning 
gosh, man, I, I, it's all about learning about. I, I was trying to find out a different, find a different way to not say about two times, and I, I did it anyways. Excuse me. Whoa, what was that? It's about learning about the ocean. You're a uh, researcher, an ocean researcher. You are cataloging the animals. You're you're really you're following a pod of sperm whales, and trying to uh, track them down as as they're migrating, and just researching. There's a overarching backstory with the diver in this game, uh, with her relationships with her coworkers and her family. It's very light in that, but you know you can you can kind of sort of get into it if you want to. But for me, I mean, this the the graphics for this is gorgeous, man. This is a fantastically presented game for it's a it's an edutainment title, but it is a good one, man. I'm into this type of stuff. Uh, you are uh, you're presented with like a radar for you to kind of search out and and find out about all the all the fish and other uh, sea life uh, in the ocean. Uh, of course, it has video game logic in that uh, you don't have to worry about your oxygen, and you don't have to worry about the water pressure. Your suit magically takes care of that for you in this, so you're not worried about uh, running out of oxygen, getting crushed by the water pressure, or any enemies or, or aggressive sea life. There are sharks and 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 the like, but they, they don't attack you. Nothing attacks you in this game. Uh, I didn't find anything. I didn't have a game over with regards to that. And I, I'm going to tell you, the end got me. The end of this game got me. Uh, that's for sure. It did get me. So I uh, I did feel something at the end of this game. And... The month of April for me, as far as gaming was concerned, is, I mean, it was hard as far as my outside life was concerned, trying to balance that with actually playing some video games that I wanted to play. However, I was kind of discouraged this month from playing a lot of games. Last month, I I think I blame it on Homefront. Homefront was just such a mediocre title of an FPS and it just wasn't great at all. It wasn't good even the, the very least. And it just was garbage. It was a garbage video game. I, it was just like eating junk food for me. And it it did discourage me from playing anything of any meaning. I uh my buddy Charles on my other podcast Sports Goofs, he Play through Bayonetta. We were we had kind of like a pact that we would go through Bayonetta three together, and unfortunately, I just didn't. I didn't. I just didn't. I I, I didn't feel like playing it, so I just uh, fell back with that and and kind of play through all these kind of short quick but but uh, short super nintendo retro games i went on a on a on a work trip so that allowed me to play through some of these super nintendo games on the plane which was nice it, it kind of got me back into a bit of a groove as far as playing games was concerned they're retro games so they they don't it's not that much of a commitment compared to uh, i mean all of these pretty much all of these are retro games but as far as 
a game that was developed after <laughs> after 2000 let's just say so that that helped me but then i i finally played beyond blue and it it did spark something in me i i really enjoyed the graphics i really enjoyed the pre- it's a realistic art style uh, to present the animals the animals the 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 animation was fantastic the physics felt great and i just i i like that type of stuff i like that science stuff it's it's always intrigued me and there was an actual storyline that made me care in this game which uh and it has a bunch of extra stuff too it's got a bunch of indie music inside of it that you can look up some of these artists and stuff like that that's pretty cool and it has a lot of facts and everything about ocean research and 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 about all of these all the species that you see in this game and you can see 3d models of all the animals uh inside of a computer of in a submarine that you have there a, a research submarine which is also pretty darn cool so so there we go and yeah yeah it, it brought me back it did bring me back i, I i'm not still i'm still not fully there but Really, I'm waiting for Tears of the Kingdom next month for The Legend of Zelda. That's that's the game that's going to really bring it back. But but Beyond Blue brought back a spirit in me that I wanted to play video games uh, again. Uh, that I, I did want to pursue playing other because I, it wasn't on my radar at all before. It wasn't even on my list of of the games that I normally designate for my PC. Like, okay, I'm going to play this next or these. If I'm going to choose a game, it's going to be all these. But it stuck out to me, and I'm just like, we're playing that. We're playing that, and it was a good decision. Sometimes you plan these things out with the backlog and spur of the moment stuff is is pretty cool. Um, my work trip forced me to play these Super Nintendo games. I'm like, hey, let's let's get through these and and knock some stuff out. Nothing too hugely evolved, and I, I wanted to stream Bayonetta three, so I didn't want to play that on on a plane way. And I feel like that one deserves to at least be played on an actual large TV screen. So yeah, Beyond Blue, three hours and twenty three minutes. It's what else is is this available on anything else? It's yeah, whoa! It's on the Switch, the PC, the PS4, and Xbox One, and on mobile phones. But very, very good, very nice video game. All right, next is Street Fighter Two Special Champion Edition for the Sega Genesis on the Nintendo Switch. I have a history with this game. Me and my sister rented this game a few times way back in the day for the Sega Genesis. We had the three-button Genesis controllers. That was the only ones that we had. So playing this game was a chore with that. But it was Street Fighter II, one of the most popular games on the planet at that time. So we did not care. We were just having fun. And my sister even had, I think you could get for free, she ordered a VHS for for Street Fighter 2 Special Champion Edition it came in the mail and man we watched that so many times to try and learn some of the strategies and everything like that i'm sure it's on youtube i, I haven't even 
I might want to look for that now that I'm thinking about it. But I do have a history with this game, and I don't remember actually beating this. I'm sure my sister and I were just playing versus each other and stuff like that. So it wasn't about that, but I finally got a chance to play through this, and and it's Street Fighter 2. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It's Street Fighter 2. There's several different versions of it, but it's Street Fighter 2. I've played it so many different times. Just this particular version does really mean something to me. So, uh, special champion edition. It's it's uh, it's pretty good. It's 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 Street Fighter Two. I mean, you can't really go wrong with it. I gave it an eight out of ten just for my playthrough here. Next is Flicky. So this is another Sega Genesis game, and the retro games were on, on in full force this month. Flicky, I I have briefly played back on the Sonic Mega Collection for the Nintendo GameCube, but I never formally got through it. So I finally did get through it. it. Took me about 33 minutes, thanks to rewind and all that stuff. But this is the Flickies. Uh, Flickies are the birds that you see in the Sonic the Hedgehog series. So this is the origin of them. So there is a, I guess, an extended universe for for at least these Sega characters here. And it's an arcade style game. You're a flicky, you're supposed to collect chicks. And once you collect all the chicks in the levels, you get back to the, the door that you came from to move on to the next level. But you're being chased by uh, cats who are trying to stop you and kill you, as well as iguana. Uh, uh, there's there is an iguana in the game or iguanas eventually when there's more and more obstacles to go through and you, you jump the jumps kind of floaty but this is also the origin of the mechanic found in sonic 3d blast where you're collecting your sonic you're collecting the flickies in the asymmetric 3d uh, presentation style and I love Sonic 3D Blast. I've 100% of that game so many times on my YouTube channel, which you can check out. I have a full playthrough of Sonic 3D Blast. I adore Sonic 3D Blast. And playing through this, it gave me the good feels. I really liked that I played the origin for that mechanic. So I think it's fun. I gave it a a, a, a a whirl there, and it's cool. So it's some video game history for myself. I, I, I was brought back by Beyond Blue, and then I, I was brought back to my roots with Street Fighter II Special Champion Edition and Flicky, just, just giving me those good feels, baby. And then finally, the last game that I beat in April is another Sega Genesis game. This time, it is Alicia Dragoon. This is, uh, but it took me about two hours and four minutes. You are a woman. You have superpowers. You are going across, and you're you're just you're 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 fighting off these creatures. There's 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 some supernatural alien stuff happening at the same time because this is a Sega Genesis game. So of course stuff like that happens. It's presented in a two D uh, side scrolling style. And it's difficult. I, I mean, I save stated and rewinded a bunch of times. It was released initially back in 92. 
it's not a Sega game. It's 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 from uh, Game Arts. So it's not a Sega game, but it is on the Genesis, and it, it was fun. I, I enjoyed this. You get these these uh, these mythical creatures as your buddies. You get three of them, I think, and. Uh, towards the end, the boss fights are a bit tedious because there's no indication, um, or or at least there. I mean, maybe there, there is no in. Yeah, there's not. There's no indication as to their health. So you are just shooting and shooting and shooting. She shoots lightning, by the way. That's what she shoots, and and you are just hoping that something is happening. So there's no real indication, but it's still not a bad game. I I, I found it to be. A worthwhile endeavor for myself. So Alicia Dragoon. And those are all of the video games that I beat in April. Alright, so now we got to choose three games for this month. Three games that stuck out to me. So we're going to have... I mean, this was mainly Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis games over the course of this month. So I'm going to choose one Super Nintendo game one Genesis game, and then one other game after that. Uh, For the Super Nintendo game, I'm going to choose Spanky's Quest. I thought the mechanic of balancing the the, the bubbles and bouncing them off your head so you can kind of strategically attack enemies was pretty darn cool. And I there were scenarios there, just as far as strategy was concerned, that I... I pulled some stuff off without the rewind feature or anything like that. That was just like, whoa, that was really, really fun. And I could have seen myself playing that game way back in the day when it was when it was initially released back in 1992 on Super Nintendo. So Spanky's Quest was was fun. I I I really I, I even told my buddy Charles like, hey man, this is. This this game slaps. This game does slap. So Spank- <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's the game slaps, and it's called Spanky's Quest. So yeah, Spanky's Quest was was one of the games that I would say was the top three this month. The other game is Flicky. Uh, it just going through, uh, remembering that mechanic from Sonic 3D Blast. It's a it's a well polished game. I, I would say so. Uh, there are a lot of the levels you can, if you're good enough, you can be, I mean, there are a few of them that I beat with, without the save states or the rewind feature at all, that uh, just thinking of it strat- strategically and, and just knowing the controls and you can beat a lot of levels within like 30 seconds. It's it's fairly quick with, with some of the levels. I think there's about 52-ish levels in the game. So... It's not a long game at all, but I really did enjoy the mechanics, the 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 tie back to my own personal gaming history, and I think it's fun. I think it's I think it's a really fun game. And then finally, the the game I would say the game of the month is Beyond Blue. I think if you are somebody that is into that science stuff, or maybe you have children or anybody like that 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 is interested in that they're old enough to be interested in that i'd say give this one a shot it's on modern consoles it is 
beautifully rendered, beautiful art style. It has a photo mode, by the way, on, at least on PC it does. Uh, so you can take uh, fantastic photos of of the wildlife and uh, there is a storyline and there are achievements in this game as well. So you can go out and try and, and try and uh, complete those if you feel like it. Uh, but Beyond Blue... Beyond Blue made me realize just how how far the video game genre can go or the medium of video games can go with with making you feel something with making you learn something with with something that kind of does have an impact on you and can can help you reflect on real life because this these are real life sea creatures that that do exist and and they're beautiful. They're beautiful. I, I I love them. And it's, um, it it was a far cry from <laughs> from Homefront, which man was just everything I I do not like about video games. And I went through it because I wanted to give it a chance. And that's the other thing with this backlog is to give these games a chance. I know I I, I went through. A bunch of ones that I had said, oh, you know, and, and the games that came into my backlog, and I'm just like, ah, ooh, I don't feel like I'll ever play this. And yeah, I'm gonna feel that way for some games, but there are games that that probably do deserve at least a chance. And unfortunately, I I, I picked the bad one last one, but uh, look what happened. Beyond Blue just kind of was there. I'm just like. Eh, I'll give this one a chance because I I didn't see a trailer for it. I didn't know anything about it, and lo and behold, it was it's the game of the month, <laughs> Beyond Blue. So, well, that's it for me, folks. That's the that's the end of the backlog for April of twenty twenty three. May, man, May. Ooh, we'll see. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is going to be in the backlog, and we'll see if it'll be out of the backlog by the end of the month. I have a feeling I'll find a way to complete the game within the month of May. However, I don't know. We'll you know we'll see we'll see. However, you know if if you do want to check out my other stuff, uh, um, I'm on YouTube, of course. I'll have the links in in the description for 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 this episode and i do have another podcast called sports goose that i do with my friends and i do a bunch of other stuff for uh uh, marlin's history and for the panthers history if you want to check that out for sports stuff and instagram and a bunch of other stuff and tiktok and all the links will be there i'll put them down there don't worry if you want to check out my other stuff and uh all my stuff for video games as well if you want to add me to your friend list Well, that's it, folks. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next month.